Right, all you streetlight crusaders, and I guess a couple of you wrestling fans who are still up for tonight. Welcome back to the Tuesday Night Special. And now it's time for us to talk about what happened during this week's edition of Monday Night Raw. From the stars at night, shine big and bright, boom, 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 deep in the heart of Texas. Dallas, that is. <laughs> and Carla DeMichel said we should have probably just said Dallas, Texas, because... Now, not a lot of people know where deep in the heart of Texas is. As a matter of fact, I don't even think we know. <laughs> but besides that point, folks, Monday Night Raw would kick off with Damian Priest and Finn Balor, the new tag team champions after the other tag team champions lost the belt in under a week, would make their way to the ring to welcome everyone to another episode of Monday Night Raw. And then would say that they're feeling good and for Finn Balor to actually say what Damian Priest would say that all rise for the Judgment Day and all rise for the two-time undisputed tag team champions only for Damian Priest to say that for those who are wondering where the rest of the Judgment Day is they're in the clubhouse apparently they got a clubhouse now where they're conducting Judgment Day business only for Cody Rhodes to come out and interrupt with pyrotechnics aplenty and for him to say how does it feel to get interrupted for once and would go on further to say that he has some choice words for the leader of the Judgment Day which is Rhea who is really the leader of the Judgment Day and is their mommy too because she's cutting side deals with everybody including the bloodline and doing stuff like getting you tag team championship matches as well as getting Dominic the North American championship match for him to get his title back in less than a week and then would say you know what I want to fight you right now only for Damian Priest to tell him that nah not gonna happen and why? Because he's fighting Jey Uso in the main event for the night. Only for Damian Priest to throw out a challenge for him to fight him at Crown Jewel for Cody Rhodes to accept. And then for Cody to say, why wait until Crown Jewel to see how this match is going to go? I think we should do this right now. For Damian Priest to be confident and fighting him because not only Dominic Mysterio but also Rhea Ripley would make their way to the ring only for Jey Uso to jump Dominic Mysterio from behind and for Finn Balor to take out none other than Jey Uso only for Cody Rhodes to go it alone trying to take on Damian Priest only for I guess Judgment Day member in training, JD McDonald will come from out of nowhere, chop block the ankle of Cody Rhodes, and to make matters worse, folks, would immediately decide to get a steel chair, put it around the ankle of Cody Rhodes, and smash it with another chair, effectively taking out Cody Rhodes. 
And the funny thing I find out about this, folks, is the fact that not only security was slow on their job to stop that from happening and waited until after the deed was done, but the fact that Jay Uso, who was taken out by Finn, yeah, Finn was nowhere to be seen when that chair incident took place, so I guess that's the reason why he wasn't able to help him, but was able to help him to the back when he needed some form of medical attention. Yikes. <laughs> but outside of people getting taken out, folks, the first match to take place on Monday Night Raw would see the Alpha Academy going one-on-one -on -one against the Blue Day. And by the way, Akira Tozawa now officially a part of the Alpha Academy curriculum. And the word that Michael Cole couldn't say, but at the same time, how many times we mess up on this show, it's bound to happen. <laughs> but besides people messing up on certain words with words of the day calendars most likely by their desk, during this contest, action will go back and forth, including seeing Xavier Woods hitting a nasty honor roll for near fall. Even a combinational move of strikes from the New Day leading to a near fall by Kofi Kingston on Chad Gable. And even seeing a modified spinning slam of sorts, don't know exactly what to call it, by Xavier Woods to Chad Gable, still for near fall. And Chad Gable would come back during this match with not one, not two, but three German suplexes into a pin bridge, only for near fall as well too. Even seeing the Alpha Academy members breaking out something from the playbook of the Steiners, a doomsday device bulldog combination that wouldn't give them the win either. But ultimately, this match will come to an emphatic end after a little trouble in paradise and even a game-breaker Elix Skipper-like elbow off the ropes by Xavier Woods for the team of the New Day to win this match and prove that they are tag team specialists via pinfall. And immediately after the match was over, folks, we would go backstage and see Becky Lynch saying, yeah, I'm ready to fight anybody and everybody because I want people to prove themselves for this set championship. And to Indy Hartwell, who'd never lost this championship, welcome to the big time. And for those wondering, yes, this would lead directly into our next match, which would see Becky Lynch going one-on-one -on -one against Indy Hartwell. And during this match, I got a feeling the word Hartwell would definitely be proven with Indy for the night because Indy would definitely show some heart during this match not only being able to pull off an elbow from the top rope to the spine of Becky Lynch for near fall even seeing an inverted DDT by Becky Lynch that would lead to a near fall as well as Indy Hartwell with a roundhouse to the face of Becky still for a near fall and would also show off her strength with not only a powerbomb counter out of the triangle and even a spine buster on the pine, still all for near fall. But ultimately, Indy Hartwell would leave herself open one too many times but a man to capitalize with a disarmor for her to retain the NXT Women's Championship via pinfall or according to Call of the Maestro via submission with the disarmor. Oh, yeah, I keep forgetting that's the submission move, not the manhandle slam. <laughs> 
and immediately after the match was over, we would see a handshake between Indy and Becky Lynch, only for her to stare down her opponent at Halloween Havoc, which has a little bit of a heads up, and we're getting here on a headset, Lia Valkyrie would go home your new, and I'll say it again, new NXT Women's Champion at the main event of Halloween Havoc Night 1. That's taking place a week before Halloween. Who knew? (laughs) But outside of that, congratulations for Lia Valkyrie. We go back to Monday Night Raw and backstage where Candice LeRae was rooting on Indy. Only for Candice to suffer the wrath of a nasty palm strike right to the throat Mortal Kombat style. For her to say, that's a message for Indy as well. Why? (laughs) There was no need for that. (laughs) But nevertheless, folks, immediately after that palm strike, we would head backstage once again to see Nick Aldis, who would try to apologize after what he did last week on SmackDown to Adam Pearce after kicking not only Jay, but Adam out of the building to show his authority for SmackDown. And the reason why, folks, is because what happened last week with the Tag Team Championships that Jay would try to get revenge on Jimmy only for Nick Aldis to throw him out of the building and not only that, but to find him as well, too. Only for none other than Adam Pierce to say, let the games begin. What type of games? I'm, I'm still trying to figure that out, but nevertheless, we would see Adam Pierce saying, oh, you know what, water under the bridge. Between us former NWA champions, water under the bridge. And as a matter of fact, instead of kicking you out, we're gonna let you stay around and see how the flagship show runs on Monday Night Raw with me at the helm. And if you're wondering how it's gonna run, well, his first test would be a contract signing. Oh boy. <laughs> And a contract signing for the Fatal Flyway match that's going to take place at Crown Jewel. And what would happen, folks, after all the ladies except for one would sign the contract? Well, Rhea Ripley, who would decide to show up last after everybody would sign, or would she? And no, she didn't. Would say that she is going to beat them all and could beat them all individually, but you're stacking the deck against me just to try to control me, and the more you try to control me, I'm gonna make your life a living hell. And the only thing you succeeded in doing in making this match is making four less women a part of my division. And would go on further by saying that she's gonna prove why she's the most dominant champion because mommy always is on top. Okay, you know, with that sort of tagline, we move on to Nia Jax, who would say, Hey, you know what? Rhea, you're clever. The only reason she's doing this is because she wants me to squash all of you to leave it between me and her. She's a smart cookie. She wants me to squash all of you to leave it between me and you. And then would even try to address the hometown hero Raquel Gonzalez by saying, oh, since you're from Texas, she wants me to squash you. And yeah, that Texas anger would come out real quick in the form of a hit right to the face, only for all sorts of hell to break loose. Even seeing Raquel Gonzalez eating a nasty 
tiger knee right directly to the face only for a headbutt to strike from out of nowhere in this Texas tornado beatdown and for Nia Jax to watch onward or should I say none other than the current women's world champion to watch onward as we would see Raquel and Nia Jax fighting back and forth between each other much to the chagrin of Rhea Ripley and Rhea Ripley later on that night would sign the contract and take away all the attention of The Miz who would try to make himself have some form of spotlight on him for not even the cameraman to care which tells you a lot really does but besides Miz trying to get camera time, I think it's time for us to head back to that music and grab a glass of water. But when we return, we'll be back with the second half of what happened during this week's edition of Monday Night Raw from Dallas, Texas, as the Tuesday night special rolls on right after this. So don't go anywhere just yet, folks, and stay tuned. 